Hey everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome back to Teachable Tuesday. Welcome to the month of September. If you're anything like me, I skipped August. We all did here on Teachable Tuesday, but I'm so pleased and grateful to God to be back with you, to share a little bit of my heart with you. Uh, we'll be unpacking the scriptures like we always do. So grab a, a Bible um, here on Teachable Tuesday, every Tuesday we discover God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. And today is no different. So let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. God, we breathe you in. You're right here. You've never left us. Thank you that you're with us even now in the room where each and every person watching is. Thank you that you live on the inside of us, God, that you never abandon us or forsake us. We lean into your presence now and we ask for supernatural light, Holy Spirit, as we encounter you in the word, as we encounter your heart in the word. We love you, Lord, and we trust you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So friends, I wanna share with you uh, one of the most beautiful experiences of prayer I've ever had. A few years ago, uh, I was praying in one of my favorite places, uh, the chapel of the Nashville Dominicans in Nashville. Um, these beautiful sisters had in invited me to come and to pray with them. and. As I sat in this gorgeous chapel, I felt the Lord draw me to pray with Jeremiah 18. Now, you might know that story, you might not, uh, but the prophet Jeremiah is called by God to go down to the potter's house. And so I read, uh, this is at the very beginning, Jeremiah 18 verses one through six. And I read about Jeremiah going down to the potter's house and observing the potter uh, form the, the clay and work the wheel and I'm, I'm imagining all of this it's so visual it's so um it engages your senses and i begin to kind of get ahead of the lord in prayer as i'm reading this scripture as i'm imagining this scene seeing the lord form the clay and work with his hands i'm, I'm seeing myself in the clay and i'm trying to put a lesson on it. I'm trying to understand it, right? I'm asking the Lord what I'll become, what it means. Is he about to squash me? <laughs> Is he about to set me in a kiln and turn me into something useful? And I keep seeing him reform this clay and I keep trying to understand what it means. Nothing was really sticking. So I, I ended up just sitting and watching and praying and waiting. I began to not grasp so much in prayer and just to be with the Lord as he formed this clay in his capable hands. And just as I was about to wrap up my time of prayer, I found that the Lord often saves the most beautiful graces for the very end of your prayer time, so stick it out. As I was wrapping up this reflection, still with no concrete answers or understanding, the Lord drew me to verse six. 
Jeremiah 18, verse 6. Just like the clay in the potter's hands, so are you in my hand. So are you in my hand. And I heard the Lord, maybe one of the most profoundly clear experiences of the voice of God in my life. I heard it and I felt it and I understood it and I saw it. I heard the Lord say, you're in my hand. I felt it with every fiber of my being. You're in my hand. Now this word was not specific to one situation. It was a great grace, a great gift, a word that applies to every moment of every day of my life. And as you know, I've been away from Teachable Tuesday for about six weeks. Uh, it's been a long process of, of sickness with COVID and pneumonia and all of the symptoms and complications of medication and, and stepping off. And yet, during this time of suffering physically and uh, isolation, I had a profound peace because of the word of the Lord all those years ago. You're in my hand. And during this time, the Lord confirmed that word, even as I was suffering, even as things weren't going my way. You're in my hand was like water in the desert. I knew it to be true in the depths of my being, that no matter what my circumstances looked like, that I was secure, that I was held, that I was cherished and cared for in the potter's hands, in the father's hands. This word was not only confirmed, but deepened. It changed. I understood it in a new way. And friends, I, I share that with you, first of all, because it's a word for you. You're in the father's hand. Whatever your circumstances are today, whatever you're going through right now, you are in his hand. Nothing can separate you from his hand, his tender, loving, providential hand. You are in his hand. But what I want to share with you, what I want to implore to you today is that there is nothing, there is no substitute for history with God. What I learned in these six weeks, one of the many things that we'll be unpacking, I'm sure, in weeks and months and honestly for me for the rest of my life, uh, one of the many things I want to share with you is that during these times of upheaval, of trials, of suffering, of grief and loss, even just the busyness of every day. There is no substitute for history with the Lord. I don't know if you related to me at all in that experience in the chapel, always trying to figure out what the Lord is doing, always trying to slap a, a lesson on it or, or get a new word or a new image or hear something from God that's finally going to encourage you and make sense of what's going on. We're always seeking out and searching for answers. But my friend, you have a relationship with the Lord. No matter how you feel about it, no matter how close or far you feel from God right now, you are in his hand. You have always been in his hand. So I want to help you to confirm and deepen and expand that reality today in two ways. First of all, I want to encourage you to take some time to reflect on your history with the Lord. 
Because again, you have a history. I shared with you one word, one scripture, one experience of prayer from a few years ago that carried me through, that encouraged my heart, gave me strength and peace, that helped me to be soft. One word that God gave me years ago. I didn't have to come up with anything new, right? So I wanna encourage you to take some time to reflect in prayer, to, to go back with Jesus through your life history. Is there a moment where you felt God's presence or his peace? Is there an experience where something worked out, a door opened for you where there was no way before? Is there a scripture that has always drawn you in? Maybe it's not even developed yet. Maybe you don't have that, that word or that connection yet, but there's a seed there. There's something there that God planted that he wants to confirm and deepen and expand. You have a history with God. I want you to discover that history. I want you to begin writing the story of God's faithfulness in your life so that when trouble comes, when you're busy, you have this uh, bank of memories and words to go back to and explore these jewels and gems to examine with God and to allow him to clarify. I want you to have a reservoir, a foundation. I know that's a lot of analogies, but you understand what I'm saying. I want you to have the depth of relationship, the history with God that you do have at the tip of your fingers. I want it at the top of your head so that you can always go back and draw strength again from that history. So you have a history, but it takes some reflection. So spend some time highlighting those moments with the Lord. That's first. Secondly, I wanna encourage you to develop a history. You're actually making history with God today. You're developing a relationship with God today. Prayer simply is relationship. That's it. God is a living person and we enter into relationship just like we do in human relationships every day through conversation, through prayer. So I want to encourage you today to prioritize relationship with God. In that relationship, we're not seeking those answers. We're not seeking those words. We're seeking the heart of God. God is so generous. He pours himself out. He gives us what we need and we build history over time. As we spend time with God in prayer every single day, that firm foundation of our faith is established and set. And suddenly we have that reservoir. We have that foundation just by showing up every single day. Father Jacques Philippe, one of my favorite spiritual authors and teachers, in almost every one of his books, he references this key moment in his spiritual journey. He made a commitment as a young man to spend every day 15 minutes in prayer with the Lord. And he'll often even uh, reference a time where he would be out with friends into the early morning hours and he hadn't done those 15 minutes, but they became for him non-negotiable. So even if he came in at 2 a.m., no matter what he had been doing, he would prioritize and honor that 15 minutes every single day. And it's that history that he built up over time 
that blossomed into a beautiful, virtuous, intimate life. A relationship that I think we can all agree we've all grown and fallen more in love with the Lord because of. And it's because he made that commitment to develop and establish a foundation with the Lord in prayer, 15 minutes a day. So I wanna ask you, could you make a commitment today to pray for 15 minutes? Maybe even that feels too extreme. A dear priest friend of mine started with five. Did I mention he's a priest? So many beautiful things can happen when we, uh, when we honor, when we establish, when we commit to a relationship. So I wanna leave you with this today. I want you to make a decision, an act of faith, an act of will. No more am I gonna wonder, is God for me? Is this real? I'm gonna right now, I'm gonna make an act of faith. Jesus, I believe that you're alive and I wanna know you and you want me to know you. You're gonna help me to know you. So I'm gonna spend time with you every single day. I'm gonna build relationship with you every day. And friends, it's not hard work. It's, it's just showing up. That's your part. It's just to show up because you are already in his hand. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father, we thank you that we're in your hand. And I pray right now, Lord, that you would give grace to every single person watching to experience in the depths of their heart and soul, in their minds, that they would remember a time when they were in your hands, that they would remember their history with you. Even if they were unaware of it up until this moment, Lord, give them that grace to know they've always been in your hand. Call to mind a memory, Lord, a word, a moment. Thank you, God. And Lord, give us the grace. We can't even show up without your help. So hold us in your hand and help us to meet with you every single day. You are our joy, our life. You are everything we're searching for. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, friends, so good to pray with you. Hope you were encouraged today. Can't wait to hang with you on Q&A. As always, God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you next week. Bye.